few weeks ago, we did a podcast where I played for you a recording on open house marketing. I played for you a recording of an interview that I'd done with Tina Valiant and Kara Lavenda, two Phoenix, Arizona agents who shared with us all of their strategies on open house marketing. And I had such good feedback from the community here on the Real Estate Podcast that they wanted me to either post some additional information on that topic or wondered if I had any other interviews that I'd conducted as well. And I do. I have a phenomenal interview for you all today that I would like to play for you here on the Real Estate Podcast. It was an interview on the HomeSmart Business Builder on open houses with Jennifer Hill from San Diego County in California. Now, Jennifer... She does, I want to say, between 30 to 50 transactions a year. I think I call it out on the recording you'll hear in a minute. And I think she shares with us her transaction count. She only does business uh, open house uh, marketing to grow her business. And she does such a phenomenal job. And she had some great insights in that interview that day. I want to play for you all that recording uh, today for the Real Estate Podcast. So please uh, welcome Jennifer Hill from San Diego County, which is the Carlsbad, north north of Carlsbad area there in San Diego. And listen to Jennifer Hill, and I want you to apply some of the tactics that Jennifer shares. So Jennifer, thank you for allowing me to replay that interview today on the Real Estate Podcast. I'll check back in with all of you as soon as it's done. Enjoy. We have Jennifer Hill. Jennifer is a HomeSmart agent with HomeSmart Realty West out in Carlsbad uh, or North County there in north of San Diego. Uh, I guess the entire San Diego County area um, probably, but uh, you, I know, sell homes all over Southern California. You're not limited by North County. Is that correct? Correct. So I do San Diego. I have clients up in the Bay Area. I do Riverside. So oh. I go all over. I go wherever the need is. Actually, I saw one of your sales recently in Palm Springs, too. Uh, that, that yes. <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple out there. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you. Well, you were telling me the other day, I wish I would have hit record when we first met the other day on the phone. Um, you were telling me, though, about you, you know, your philosophy of open houses and you know, working at it, but also then about specific stories about, you know, how <laughs> you across customers because you were out actually putting up open house signs and they're like, absolutely. Middle of summer, no one well, else is doing open houses. Why are you? And right. Yep. So I really believe open houses. The reason I really feel really good about open houses and feel like they're such a great tool is because one, it's a chance for you to go out and advertise. You get free advertising. Two, the more consistent you are, people see you, they start to come by and stop in and see you at your open house. Every single week, if they see you, this is, I mean, this is what I'm getting. So if I'm doing an open house every single Sunday and my sign is out, the first person comes in on the Sunday. And then the next Sunday they stop and, oh, I saw your sign. So you start just being really consistent. So people start to see you. Then they start to think of you as a very hardworking agent. Well, everybody wants to work with a hardworking agent. You're making the house available. So it's great for your client. They're free to do. It's an opportunity for a buyer to come to you and have a face-to-face -face where you're not getting that over the phone. Um, so I go out and do them all the time. And the other day, I've always thought of them as being more of selling the house first and then getting potential buyers. 
And about a year ago, I had a couple incidences where um, I was out putting out my sign and it was in the summer. It was really, really hot. I was the only agent in the whole community doing an open house. And I thought, well, you know, it's Sunday. Here I go. And my car pulled up next to me and said, you know, you're the only agent out here. You're the one I want to work with because you, you know, you're the hardest working agent because no one else is here. The next week I went on a listing appointment with him. Right. A couple of weeks after that, I had another person come into one of my open houses and I've been doing open houses for a couple months at the same house. She came in and said, I live down the street. I'm getting ready to list my house. I've seen your sign every single weekend. You're the agent I want to work with. Right. So I never really thought of it as, as getting listing appointments until you know, that happened to me. And then all of a sudden I started realizing, well, when the people in the community or people that are seeing your signs out every single weekend, those people who are listing, they do want to work with somebody who's going to be consistent and really work for them. So right. now all of a sudden I'm a firm believer in it for the listing and the buyers and getting the house sold. So it's a win-win all the way around. Oh, I love hearing that because ironically, that is one of the, we just finished up a four-week business builder on focusing on winning listings, working with sellers um, specifically. And that was one reoccurring theme which kept coming out from a lot of the top listing agencies that the more open houses they did, even like if they're advertising open houses in their marketing, um, and they, mm -hmm. they advertise two open houses or they're consistently advertising open houses that it won them more listings because other people began yeah. to see them as the person always with the listings and they wanted to work with the person who was listing all the homes. So absolutely. Yeah. And then the more you, like I work in a small community, so the more listings I get, cause I've always been 50, 50, I've done buyers and listings. This last year, I've done more listings than I did buyers because all of a sudden people want to work with the, the person who's, you know, what they perceive to be, the, you know, the agent in the community and the local community. Right. So I get a lot of calls just from people who have seen my signs because I do have a lot of signs out for listings. Um, so, you know, people start to perceive you as the agent who knows what's going on in the community and the person who's always out there. Um, so it's, it's just a really good opportunity. And like I said, it's free advertising. Putting your sign out is a great way for people to get to see your sign over and over, get your name, get name recognition. Right. Um, you know, so there's, there's really no downside to just really continuing to put yourself out there. Right. So let's talk specifically about open houses for a minute. What do you um, think make your open <laughs> houses so successful? What's, what makes your open houses so successful? Is there any one thing that stands out? You know, I think a lot of it is I really focus. I try and do everything very, very simple. I try not to spend a lot of time doing all of these. I don't usually put out a sign-in sheet because I feel like if people want to give me their information, I, I'm more prone to get them as a client if they come to me versus if I have to chase them. So I'm not a big believer of asking people for information. What I really try and do when people come to my open house is, one, I try and have a conversation. You have an opportunity to be face-to-face -face with someone to try and win them over to let them know that one, you have knowledge in the business, two, you're interested in working with them, and three, you know, you're a hardworking agent and you're gonna work for their business. So a lot of it for me is just really having that dialogue with people that come in. Part of it is listening to try and find out what their needs are, what they're looking for. Um, you know, and then when they come in, you're also saying, well, this house may not be a fit if they're not interested in it, what else can I show you? So a lot of it is really practicing, asking people, can I take you out to show you something else? Can I give you more information? Can I show you? And at the end of the conversation, most of the time people say, can I have your card? Or can I give you my information? And can you send me a list of properties that are available in the neighborhood? 
So I think a lot of mine, I don't do anything fancy. Sometimes I'll put something out like a little takeaway mm-hmm. um, or I'll have a little sheet that talks about other houses in the neighborhood if people aren't familiar with the community. I'm on, I do a lot of volunteer work in the community. So I'm on two HOA boards and just volunteer with a lot of the community um, social events that go on. So when people find out that you live in the community and you know the community, you're also giving them something of value where somebody wants to move into a community and they want to work with an agent who already knows the community. Because really when you think about it, if you bought a house in a neighborhood and you know you don't know anybody, you would basically already have somebody as a good uh, contact person. Right. So I let people know I live in the community. I'm involved. You know, if you moved into the community, if there's anything you need, I'd be able to connect you, help you find a way you can serve on a board. I'll hook you up on the social part of it. So you're really just trying to offer a service to buyers that come in. You know, you're when you're trying to sell the house, of course. Right. But then you're also trying to figure out if it doesn't work for them. What else can you offer them to get them to work with you? Right. And it really isn't hard. Right. Well, and that's what you know, it's just, it's just having that conversation. Well, and that's one of the things that stood out to me the first time that we talked was, you know, I I have heard of the two different strategies with open houses where, you know, your approach of, of trying to be serving them and helpful and, and not necessarily having a sign in sheet and, you know, really um, where, where sometimes maybe they'll, like I've, I've seen both, I, both sides. There are some agents that they, if you're not going to do a sign in sheet, you know, then they're, you know, they require that of you before they even will show the home, you know, they're the property and I can see that side. I can also be see yep. side though too, where you seem to really create a relationship with everyone. And by the end of it, they're asking you for your card and asking you yep. for information. And, um, and I guess it really comes down to what your temperament and what your personality style. And I just, you know, know Absolutely. To you that you're endearing and you, you do like, <laughs> I can see people asking you for your card and asking you for help. Well, the thing is, is, you know, you, you do what you love. You know, for me, I love real estate. I'm super passionate about real estate. And I think the difference is to one, I really believe in the product. I really believe open houses work. I really believe that offering uh, your house consistently or offering this, you know, the seller's house consistently and making it available is a very great tool for buyers to come in and look uh, before they bring their agent in or before they call their agent. And that's really all we're trying to do. So if you really believe in the product, the things that I do, it works for me. Um, I have a really amazing team of agents that I work with in my branch office. And I have two agents, Kelly and Amy, Kathy and Amy, that started at my um, office about, Kathy started about a year ago and Amy started about six months ago. And I told them the same philosophy. I said, here's the thing. I believe in doing things that are free. One of the reasons I'm a big fan of open houses is because they are free. It's a time, you spend time, but you don't have to spend money. And it's the one opportunity that buyers come to you. So I said to them, here, I have listings, go out and do these open houses. Both of them have been super busy since they started it. And they both have had sales. Kathy uh, has been, I think she's probably done seven or eight in her first year. And she got most of her leads, if not all of them, and the same with Amy, from just doing the open houses. Right. So it's not just me. It's really, but it, you know, it's just something that has to work for you. If you're willing to put yourself out there, you're willing to do it consistently. Right. You know, I, I've never seen it not work. Right. So there was an agent one time that went to home, the home smart office in Carlsbad, and he came in, and I said to him, what are, you, what are you doing? And he says, I've decided to do, I don't even remember who it was. I still am total shock. And he says, I've decided to do an open house, one open house every day for 30 days. 
And I thought, wow, that's pretty impressive. So he said he'd been doing it for two weeks. So he'd done 14 open houses, one every day. Right. He had already had over 35 leads in 14 days. Wow. Of people that had come into his open house. Right. And I, I believe in open houses. So, I mean, I knew he was going to be super busy. Right. But I just thought to myself, wow, that's an, that's an incredible way to do it. So, like I said, if you're going to be an, like a new agent, for example, like Amy and Kathy were, you right. have more time than you have money. So if you commit to something saying, I'm just going to do it twice a week, I'm going to do it once a week, but just do it. And the more you put yourself out there. So if you have time, do an open house every single day for 30 days. I think people would be completely amazed and surprised at what the results are going to be. And you'll probably all, you know, be busy after that and you'll be off and running and then that'll be it. We'll never hear from you again. <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm writing all of this down because that is, that is so amazing. How many times have I talked to agents that they want to go buy leads or they want to go try to spend money on this and spend money on that. And they get, you know, five leads or 10 leads and they're not yep. quality leads and maybe some of them pan out, you know, and that's why I am a firm believer in open houses as well. And that the story of the 30 open houses in 30 days and 35. That's amazing. 14, that's amazing. But <laughs> it speaks to the power of the open house though. It really does. Yeah. And it really is. And again, the open house, you have face-to-face -face time with someone. Right. That is your most valuable asset. I mean, you really are your most, uh, you know, how you present yourself and having that face-to-face, -face, that is going to be the biggest thing you're going to do to get the best lead possible. Right. So if you have the ability to do that, and if you're getting the lead and someone's interested in it, that is actually the most viable lead I believe you're going to get versus the internet or a phone call because people don't see the real you. Right. And so to me, I feel like it's just an amazing, you know, again, you're not spending any money. It's just more time. You're putting yourself out there, which takes very little because people are coming to you. You're right. getting free advertising. Yeah. It looks good if people see your signs out consistently, mm -hmm. but it's a nice opportunity for you to actually showcase yourself with a buyer um, to try and uh, be able to go out and show them other property or just have that face to face time. So how many so, would you typically put out like whenever you do an open house? Are you just talking, you know, two, you know, two or three or, you know? No, I mean, I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I think are really, they seem really, really obvious, but here's the thing with agents and I've worked with a lot that are new. The biggest thing is signage because if you, if you, if you pretend like you're getting to that, so like sometimes if I don't know the house very well or I'm not as familiar with it, if I'm going to do an open house, I'll go either early in the morning or the day before and I'll drive from the different locations that you can come into the house. And then I count how many signs I'm going to need. And then I try and bring them in from a couple different areas. So you may need three signs. You may need 20 signs, but don't underestimate signage because if people can't get to your house, you're going to have less of a chance of somebody coming to your home. So I know we have MapQuest and, you know, people can use their phones to find the location, but if people are walking or driving and they see your sign, you want them to really be able to easily get to your house. I so plan ahead. And so that, I know it seems really obvious to say that. The other thing I'm going to say is be on time. So plan ahead. The, the day of, get there early. Get prepared. Be ready to have that door open even a few minutes early because it's like a garage sale. People like to show up early. So when you're showing up at one at, or, you know, and you're running late, people come in. You're, not, you're missing an opportunity to talk to someone. So right. be prepared, be ready for them to come in. Um, and I know that, again, sounds really obvious, but it's just, you know, a couple of things that I notice that agents sometimes just kind of miss the boat on. 
Right. And then, you know, have your information, you know, be, have your card available. Um, if you want to do a little takeaway, have something available for, you know, somebody to take away. Um, I have a little, I'd use, I actually use generic open house signs because I share them with my team. Okay. And then we each have our own sign that we put in front of our door, the, the door to the house. And it says agent on duty. And then it actually says our name. So it's kind of the sign that leads you to the front door. Okay. I like that. What other type of information do you have there in the house? Do you have any, I don't know, do you have any comps? Do you have a flyer? Do you have, um, like when you say a takeaway, what's a takeaway to you, like a little giveaway? Yeah, or? it's yeah, it's a little giveaway. We have lanyards made up with our name, with the Home Smart, with our names and phone numbers. I have little tin, mint tins that have our name and it says thank you on the top of the tin. Right. We made, we have little bubbles that we have that we give if kids come. So it kind of gives them something to do. And okay. um, we put stickers on them with the home smart and our names on them. Um, right. We have chapstick that have our name and information on them. So it just kind of depends um, of the area. I don't do food and sometimes I drink water, but I don't do food. I don't really focus on that part. because My goal is really to try and sell the house. Right. So, um, you know, we want people to come and focusing on looking at the house and then if I do have comps, depending on the area, I always try and bring a sheet that at least tells me what else is sold in the area. Because okay. if this house is not the right fit for someone, you really want to know what else is around the neighborhood, what okay. else is sold, what's still available, what's pending. Because the more knowledge you have of the neighborhood, again, buyers are looking to work with people that are knowledgeable. So right. educate yourself. You know, don't just shut for the open house. Really educate yourself as to what is around the area before you do the open house. Right. So, you know, you can just pull a little CMA or you can just pull some comps or you can do, um, you know, just kind of do a little sheet that shows what you have. I have one for myself. I usually don't take something to give to the um, to a potential buyer because I want them to to want to give me their information. So I have they I have a reason to email them or give them information. Got it. So. I don't always take something as a giveaway because I, you still want to have a, have a reason for a buyer to need you. Right. Right. I like that. What else? What other golden nuggets do you have? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my biggest, my biggest philosophy really is just keep it simple. You know, you're really trying to put my thing is, is too, I live in a very you know casual community. I wear jeans and t-shirts. Right. I'm a very casual person. And I think a lot of that, too, for this community, it makes people feel more at ease because we are a casual community. Right. So the other thing is, you know, you're going to dress to be yourself, but, you know, kind of dress according to the neighborhood that you're in or the area that you're doing the open house on. Right. So that makes it where people feel more comfortable with you. But the more comfortable you are with yourself, then it easier it is to talk to buyers and, um, you know, just really showcase yourself in a way that you're comfortable. Right. How about, I got two questions for you real quick. One, what happens when you have somebody, um, you're there at the open house and somebody really wants to, they, they love the area, this house isn't exactly what they're looking for, but you can't really leave that open house and go with them. Um, so how do you make sure, how do you still engage them when they want to see something else in the neighborhood? Have you ever shut down an open house and gone with someone? <laughs> No, I have not. So I, I, you can either do it one of two ways. You can either do a team open house right. where you have a couple people. If you're, if you're in a neighborhood or depending on what the market's doing, if it's really, really hot um, and you're in a neighborhood that has other houses that may not be doing um, open houses, but you know that they're uh, maybe vacant or that they could be shown, 
So you can either do a team if you know. Otherwise, I do my open houses every Sunday. Um, Mm -hmm. Saturday, I find not to be a great day because I think a lot of people do their grocery shopping and their chores. Sunday after church, people are more relaxed. So I either do them on Sunday, 12 to 4 or 1 to 4, depending on what the seller seller allows you to do. And I already have a time for four. So I don't plan anything after my open house. So I know if I have somebody who comes in who's interested, I just say to them, you know, I'm done with my open house at four. I'd be happy to meet you at 4.15. I'd be happy to show you whatever's in the neighborhood. And that would give me a little bit of time to do some research and see what I can get you into today. And most people who I say that to, probably 95% say, great, we'll go grab lunch or we'll go get a coffee and come back and meet you. Great. I have very rarely had somebody say, eh, that's not going to work for me. Because you're offering them an opportunity the same day within a couple hours to get out and see properties. Right. And so that's, you know, it's just a nice opportunity where a buyer, it's hard for a buyer to say no to that. So I've never left an open house though, because I feel like, you know, that should really be your primary goal. And so my my priority is that house. I agree with you. I wasn't encouraging that. Um, It was more of, I wanted to ask that that question. And um, you, you said something to me the other day, do you do open houses even with team members, meaning where other agents in your office might do a home elsewhere in the neighborhood at the same time, like maybe two or three yeah. open houses at the same time. Can you talk about that too? Sure. So we actually have done, because we have an office in the community uh, where they actually, where there's only two because we're a pretty small community. There's uh, myself and one other agent, but his office is kind of tucked away. So we've actually done it where if like right now we only have 18 houses in Hidden Meadows for sale. So what we do is in the summertime is we'll send out an email to every agent who has a listing in Hidden Meadows. And we say to another agent, hey, we'd like to do an open house split. We'll do it the last Sunday of the month. Would you mind having your house open on Sundays, 12 to 4? Come down to our office. We'd be happy to supply maps for you if you want to pass them out to any buyers that come in. Otherwise, we'd love to come in and meet you. And so the other part of this, too, is what I feel is really important is networking with agents. So we do the open house splits with other agents to network with them because we do about 20% of the business in Hidden Meadows. So that gives us an opportunity. So if we know we have a house coming up, if we're going to have an open house, if an agent calls us, they know they can trust us. We'll just say we're having an open house, send your client over. So it also allows us to build relationships with other agents. And then it also lets other agents realize that we are trying to do what's best for the community. And so um, it's a really nice way to network with all the agents are really happy about the fact that we've kind of organized an open house split. And the last time we did it, which I think was last July, we had 16 open houses on a a Sunday. So with all the other agents in the community. And they were thrilled to death because, you know, if you only have one, then it's like, okay, well, I might get a couple people. But with 16 open houses, you're more prone to get a lot of buyers coming into the community because they can hit 16 houses all at once. Right. That's so great. I'd recommend it to agents if you're, if you're willing to, you know, put yourself out in a community or in a you know, specific neighborhood, email the other agents or call them and say, are you doing an open house this weekend? And try and piggyback with them and do them at the same time because it brings more buyers in. Well, I think that's phenomenal that you're doing that because I've always said in real estate every day, we have people who work for one company sitting across the table from people who work for another company, both of us helping customers. And it doesn't matter. That's right. We're really there, so we are a collaborative industry. So I love hearing that, and it just absolutely benefits everyone. It's good for all of us. I mean, we all do the same job, and the nicer we are, and the friendlier we are with each other, it's better for the business. Can you talk follow up real quick? So, um, mm-hmm. you know, you obviously, you know, have have 
probably talked to hundreds if not thousands of you know potential buyers or home sellers and buyers there in your area over the years so yeah how do you how do you follow up with those that are currently like looking as well as you have past customers past sphere but specifically focus on the initial people that if you're doing open houses every weekend you have to have a pool of people that you know you know how do you engage them how do you harvest them uh, you mean new buyers or buyers like I might have as potential if I have a new listing? I'm saying new new buyers. I'm saying, how, so all the people that come through open houses, how do you follow mm -hmm. up with them? How do you engage them? How do you follow <laughs> up with them? Uh, well, again, I keep everything really, really simple. So if I have, if I have buyers that come in and the, the house that I'm doing the open house on is not for them and they ask me for the information, I obviously exchange information with them. I put the information in my phone and I just put it on my calendar and I just follow up with them or call them the next day or I'll email them. But my whole thing is really to get them to come to me. Right. Um, so I will call them. I'll follow up with them. If I don't hear from them a couple days, I just, you know, text or email a couple days later. But if I don't hear from them, I just keep moving it down in my calendar. I don't use a CRM. I'm not a high tech person. It's terrible to say this, but I don't do social media. I mean, I just, it's really about building the relationships with my clients and having that face-to-face. -face. So once I get a client who calls me, I try and set up an appointment immediately, take them to coffee, show them a property. The biggest thing for me is really getting them into a house to show them something. Because right. I think a lot of buyers that once you start showing them property, they think of you as their agent. Right. So you want to do something to keep them engaged and continue to offer them something. You know, let me get you in and show you a house or can I meet you on Saturday to, to go look at a couple places. If I know I'm going to have an open house again, I might call or text them and say, hey, I'm going to be at the same house. If you've had any interest, come by and see me. Um, stop by my office. It's just a very simple approach for me as to how I stay in contact with people. Well, I have enjoyed getting to know you so much here over the phone, both on, on our last two phone calls, because this, you just have a, it seems like you have a smile on your face constantly when you're talking. And, <laughs> and, and well, I love real estate and I get really passionate about it. And I love talking about it, but I feel very fortunate to be able to work in such an amazing job and get to really interact with amazing people. I love it. That's great. So Jennifer Hill, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer Hill from uh, North County there in San Diego, <laughs> Carlsbad area, Hidden Hills uh, in California. Hidden uh, Meadows. Hidden Meadows. Sorry, Hidden Meadows. You're uh -huh. right. Okay. Well, Jennifer, yep. thank you so much for being on. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. And I challenge everyone to the same. I challenge everyone to do at least four open houses in the month of April and see what the results are. So mm -hmm. get out there and, and get some clients, get some listings, and just stay busy. Great. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jennifer. Take care. Once again, so many incredible tactics that were just shared a moment ago on that interview with Jennifer Hill on the Real Estate Podcast. I hope that all of you listening can apply those tactics to your real estate business and really accelerate your growth. That's the whole purpose behind this, this podcast and everything that we do. And I hope that you're going to take these insights and really apply them to your business. And Jennifer Hill in uh, North County in San Diego, uh, San Diego County, I just want to send a quick shout out, a big thank you. Thank you for sharing all those insights with us today on the podcast and on the interview a few weeks ago.
Now, I want to go back real quick before I wrap up the podcast, though, and I want to call out one thing in particular that Jennifer talked about. She talked about how she ran into a brand new real estate agent who had set the goal to do 30 open houses in 30 days and how she ran into that agent on the 14th day when they'd done 14 open houses and had a discussion with that agent about how much business how that they had started to generate and how busy they were working with buyers and sellers already and so i'd like to do two things real quick about that topic is one i want to challenge the entire community the audience the listening audience here on the real estate podcast I want to ask you all, how fast do you think you could do 30 open houses? I'm going to throw out the challenge. I challenge you to do 30 open houses as quickly as you can. Can you do 30 in 30 days like that newer agent? And if you do, I think that you will be surprised, number one. And number two, you're going to achieve such amazing results that you're going to really begin to utilize open house marketing on a regular basis in your real estate business. I used to think of open house marketing as it was really old school. It was old school marketing with technology and everything that we have. There ought to be so many other things that we can do to move the needle. But when I interview those top, top agents all around the country, marketing of open houses is one of the the tactics that they are all utilizing so well even if they're not sitting the open houses and other agents are sitting the open houses for them they're all using open house marketing so i would like to challenge all of you how quickly can you do 30 open houses and i have a question for you to think about if i were to ask uh as i'm uh, you know as i travel around the country i am doing uh, an ignite your marketing session around the country right now And I'm in a whole room full of agents, and one of the topics is open house marketing, and we talk about these tactics, and I throw this challenge out to all of them. And they're, they're, after I leave the market, they're doing, they're taking me up on the challenge, and they're, they're executing, and they're getting such phenomenal results. And I hope that you all get the same. But one of the things that we talk about in that session as well is we talk about video marketing and open house marketing and we talk about how if i were to ask all of you if i gave you a lead right now and i said that you could talk to that lead over the phone you could talk to that lead via email or you could talk to that lead in person what would you rather which approach would you rather take and 100 percent of the time agents say oh in person if you could get me face to face with someone then that's how i can really move the needle on working with more buyers and sellers And when you think about it, that's what open house marketing is. And that's one of the things that Jennifer Hill called out today, why the 30 open houses in 30 days works so well. How else can you get face-to-face with that many customers that often, face-to-face, not over the phone, not via email, and you really begin to cultivate those relationships and you begin to cultivate results. So thank you for joining us. I'm Todd Sumney, the Chief Industry Officer for HomeSmart International. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Real Estate Podcast, and I hope to see you back at future episodes. And until then, take care.